Hey, grown-ups, warmer, sunnier days are calling. Fuel up for them with Factor's no prep, no mess meals. Factor has a menu of chef-crafted meals with options like Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Factor's fresh, never frozen meals are dietitian approved and ready to eat in just two minutes. So, no matter how busy you are, you'll always have time to enjoy nutritious, great tasting meals. With 35 different meals and more than 60 add-ons to choose from every week, you'll always have new flavors to explore. Head to factormeals.com slash tales50. That's T-A-L-E-S 5-0. And use code tales50 to get 50% off your first box, plus 20% off your next month. That's code tales50 at factormeals.com. Dot com slash tales 50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. Hey grown-ups, I have something exciting to share with you. There's a brand new kids podcast out now that I think you're going to love. It's called Mysteries About True Histories. This show is perfect if you love adventures, solving riddles, and maybe even some wacky math problems. But I need a little help from some new friends to tell you more. Max and Molly, take it away. From the creators of Who Smarted, Starglow Media comes a brand new podcast called Mysteries About True Histories. Uh, does that sound serious enough? Uh, Max, we only have 30 seconds for this promo. Just tell them how your mysterious aunt recruited us into a secret order of problem solvers who travel time and have epic adventures. I don't have to. You just did. Catch new episodes of Mysteries About True Histories every Thursday on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to podcasts. Hi, my name is Edith and this is Girl Tales. Thank you, Edith, for introducing us to the show. Before we get started, I'd like to wish a very happy birthday to Bryn in Collingwood, Ontario, and Dara in Norwich, United Kingdom. Bryn and Dara, thank you so much for listening to Girl Tales. Grown Ups, Girl Tales is brought to you by families like yours. If you'd like to hear your child's name at the top of our next episode, or if you would like me to wish them a happy birthday, Head to patreon.com slash girltales and donate today. Now, on to our episode. This is The Singing Sisters. Enjoy! I'd like to tell you about a friend of mine. I can't see her treehouse from my window, but I hear her every day. Her name is Fida. And she has a voice that sounds the way sunshine feels on your face on the first day of spring. Warm, bright, and comforting. Fida and her sister Guna sing together every morning while they make their breakfast with the window wide open. Which means I get to enjoy their sweet harmonies as I eat my toast and tea. Fida and Guna are 12-year-old twins. Other than the color of their hair... Guna's bright white blonde and Fida's deep dark brown, they look almost identical. But they couldn't be more different. Fida has always been very quiet. When I used to see her in the town square sitting next to Guna, she always seemed like she wasn't up for conversation. 
Guna, on the other hand, is confident, loud, and will strike up conversation with anyone and everyone. While Guna held court in the middle of the square, Fida would sit behind her, quietly writing in her handmade notebook, smiling to herself. Fida has a quiet intelligence for a 12-year-old, and I always try to imagine what wonderful things she writes in her notebook. Guna and Fida have been writing songs together since they were toddlers. When Guna and Fida were only three, I once ran into them with their mother on the forest path towards the town square. The entire time we chatted, the girls were humming a tune to themselves while Guna made a beat with some sticks on a tree, and Fida hid behind her mother's pant leg. Never missing a beat, always in perfect harmony. It was the most beautiful humming I had ever heard. Their mother told me when they sang, she couldn't tell the two voices apart. It was like two voices becoming one new being, filling the space around the two little girls. Well, a few months ago, Freshwater was abuzz with news of a birthday celebration being planned for our beloved Princess Cordelia. When she was a child, Princess Cordelia moved to town and was adopted by the mayor, Lucinda. She even gave our town the name Freshwater. And ever since, the town has thanked Princess Cordelia with a birthday celebration right in the center of town. Usually the party is kept quite small, just a few townspeople enjoying tea from golden teacups in the square. But this year, Princess Cordelia was celebrating a big birthday. How big? No one was quite sure. All we knew is that this birthday had a bright red circle around it on the town calendars that were mailed out last year. A few days before the big birthday, a letter appeared in Guna and Fida's letterbox. The envelope was sealed with gold wax and smelled of sweet raspberries. It was a letter from the desk of Princess Cordelia. Excitedly, Guna tore open the envelope and spread the letter out on their kitchen counter. Fida! Guna squealed, jumping up and down. Princess Cordelia has asked us to sing in the square at her big birthday party next week. I must tune my guitar. Go get your notebook and we can write a new song just for her. Guna ran off excitedly to find her guitar while Fida searched around the kitchen for her small leather-bound notebook. When Guna returned with her guitar, she noticed that Fida was looking a little pale. Fida, what's wrong? Aren't you excited to sing at the big birthday party? Guna said. I just love performing, and to think, town center, right in the middle of it all, everyone is going to hear us. Yep, said Fida, chewing on her thumbnail. That's exactly what I'm worried about. Guna plopped down in a chair and took her sister's hand. Come on, Fida, you have the most beautiful voice I've ever heard. Other than mine, of course. Everyone will love your singing. We are going to put on the best performance this town has ever seen. We will sing, dance, and show Freshwater exactly what we're made of. As Guna twirled in circles and sang around the kitchen, Fida gulped and started flipping quietly through her notebook. It's not that Fida didn't want to sing in front of everyone, it's that... When she imagined it, her stomach flipped and flopped and her face turned hot and red. She wasn't used to being the center of attention. That was where Guna shone bright. 
Maybe I will write the song and then you can perform it alone, Fida said, scratching ideas into her notebook with a pencil. Guna stopped twirling and looked at her sister. No, you must sing with me, Fida. It's our voices together the princess wants to hear, Guna said, clasping Fida's hand between hers. We must sing together. And so they practiced and practiced and practiced. I could hear them from my kitchen window, practicing day and night for three whole days. Guna on guitar and Fida on a crescent moon-shaped lyre harp. The sound of their singular voice sent warm waves through the forest. Finally, the day arrived. It was a busy day in Freshwater, and it's a day I'll never forget. The town center was filled with people hustling and bustling around, setting up tables, polishing gold teacups. They were handing out soft white Scottish roses, Cordelia's favorite, at the farmer's market. And some of the children were making them into flower crowns, sashes, and hairpins. Freshwater looked like it had been sprinkled by the magical dust of a garden fairy. And maybe it had been. It's freshwater after all. In the middle of the square was a large stage framed by a papier-mâché rainbow arch. I have never seen the town look so beautiful. Akari, the baker, made dozens and dozens of raspberry tarts and had the most delicious birthday layer cake I'd ever seen ready in the bakery window. Mr. Cuthbert set up a lemonade stand outside the general store. Amalia Short was set up right in the middle of the square, painting portraits of townspeople. And Dr. Franny K. Stein had invented a bubble machine that filled the entire town center with the most beautiful iridescent bubbles that flitted and floated about, softly bouncing off surfaces without a pop. It was a day I will never forget. Princess Cordelia arrived at the party in a long flowing white cotton dress with lace at the hem, a pearl garland woven through her hair, and white Scottish roses tucked into her tresses. Immediately, she spotted Guna and Fida, standing together to the side of the stage with their instruments. Guna's long blonde hair was plaited into a braid, and Fida's short black hair was perfectly curled. Both girls were wearing very fancy black pants and black shirts just like musicians in the orchestra do. Guna looked ready to rock, while Fida looked like she was seasick, sweating and holding her harp to her stomach. I saw Princess Cordelia float over to the twins. Guna, Fida, it's almost time. I can't wait to hear the song you've prepared, Princess Cordelia said. Thank you so much for being here to celebrate my big day. Just as Guna was shaking Princess Cordelia's hand, Fida turned on her heels, dropped her harp, and ran swiftly towards the forest. Fida! yelled Guna. Where are you going? Guna put down her guitar and ran into the woods after her sister. We were all very confused about the sudden turn of events. Maybe Fida wasn't feeling well? Perhaps she forgot something for their performance in their treehouse? I was curious to see if I could help, so I ran after the sisters. Once I reached their treehouse, I could hear Guna trying to help her sister calm down. She was telling her to take a deep breath in through her nose and out her mouth. 
Fida, what's the matter? Are you sick? Is that it? Guna said, consoling her twin. No, Fida said. I, I'm too nervous to perform. I feel nauseous even thinking about it. Everyone in the town center was looking at me on that big stage. What if Princess Cordelia doesn't like our song? Guna told her everyone would be looking at her, too. But it didn't seem to calm Fida's nerves. Just then, I heard soft footsteps behind me on the forest path. It was Princess Cordelia. Once Princess Cordelia reached the top of the treehouse stairs, she wrapped her arms around Fida, who was sitting on a stump out on their balcony. Fida, Princess Cordelia said, what's on your mind, dear? Fida told Princess Cordelia how she wanted to sing the song they wrote for her on stage, but that she was having second thoughts. She said she didn't want to disappoint Cordelia on her big birthday while everyone was watching. Princess Cordelia smiled, and I heard her tell Fida that feeling nervous is a perfectly acceptable feeling to have before a big performance. Fida sighed. <sighs> but Princess Cordelia, what if I can't get myself up on the stage? Then, then you'll never hear our song. We worked so hard on it to make your birthday brighter. I would love to hear the song, Fida, but I understand if you can't get up on the stage to sing it. Princess Cordelia explained that when we are feeling nervous, all we have to do is honor our feelings and take one small step in the right direction. What's one small step you could take right now, Fida? Princess Cordelia asked. Well, Princess Cordelia, um, maybe we could sing you the song right here? Fida suggested. An audience of one seems much more manageable than an audience of many. Princess Cordelia clapped oh. her hands in delight and said she would love nothing more. So Guna and Fida held each other's hand and began to sing. I think I may have been the only other person in the woods that day, so you'll have to believe me when I tell you that it was the most beautiful song I have ever heard. Without their instruments at hand, Guna and Fida sang their birthday song a cappella, just two strong voices ringing out as one across the freshwater forest. When they finished the very last note, Princess Cordelia clapped and clapped. With two hands to her heart, she told them it was the best birthday present she ever could have asked for. Just then, Fida grabbed Guna's hand and started pulling her down the stairs and across the path towards town. Fida! Guna yelled. Where are you taking me? To the town center, Guna. Let's change the ending. If I can sing for one, I can sing for many. And sing she did. In fact, Guna and Fida sang all the way into the evening. They took requests, they sang songs from Fida's notebook, they invited others to come and sing with them. And the residents of Freshwater, including Princess Cordelia, danced and danced until their feet were sore and their hearts were full. These days, Guna and Fida can be found in their usual spot. Guna holding court with her friends in the town center, and Fida writing songs in her handmade notebook. 
Not much has changed, except that they now sing at every town event they can. Guna with her guitar and Fida with her harp in the town square, at the farmer's market, and of course, in their kitchen while making breakfast. That was The Singing Sisters by Avery Moore Kloss. Produced by Tessa Flannery. Performed and executive produced by Rebecca Cunningham. Girl Tales is a Cordelia Studios production. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review wherever you get your podcasts. And if you love this story, share it with a friend. Grownups, you can find us on Instagram and Facebook. Oh, and remember, I believe in you.